Huge news for better and better picks. Better is changing the game again now with boosted picks. Boosted picks are one pick, such as one person's touchdown or one person's goal, to make your payout even bigger. Rather than a 100x payout, add one extra boosted pick to get to 200x payouts. Go try boosted picks in the better app with the NFL, the NBA, or the NHL. Use code BO. <laughs> you don't Bob does make a great stew. Oh, Papa's stew is the best. Uh, he made a stew uh, the other day. I left. Yeah, yeah. I had to get back to the wife. Yeah, I, I figured. Yeah. But we had, you had Chucks for the first time. Dude, Chucks is fire, bro. Fire, right? I like that they're, all you get is tell me your number. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I want the wings like this or like that. I want barbecue. I want get buffalo. Out. It's like, you get one type of wing. You tell me how many you want. That's how we do business. We do it right. Best blue cheese, Cel- celery. That's that's all you get, dude. The blue cheese was very good. Yeah, that's like Zach's favorite part. He he would buy the blue. Che- it's a, it's like this is like a um, local wing spot, local wing spot, Princeton, but it's New like Jersey. Our, it's our favorite wing spot. And Zach would buy the blue cheese from Chuck's and bring it to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was the best blue cheese I've had. For yeah, sure. It's perfect consistency, not chunky. Yeah, not too strong. It was like a little, su- slightly sweet. Yep, slightly, dude. Yeah, it's, it was good. It was a great cap off to the weekend. Yeah, it it's was. Got to have some good wings in, in that layout. It's you just, do. You absolutely do. Um, oh, sorry, Ronan. Didn't see you. Oh. What's <laughs> up, buddy? No problem, guys. Uh, You're married. That's crazy, dude. I'm married. <gasps> <gasps> oh, my <laughs> gosh. You're married. We're not pregnant yet. <laughs> <laughs> But ah. we don't want to be too far off of it, of uh, of uh, Bo and Maddie's child, so yeah, we'll keep y'all posted. Yo, but I you know what I just thought? What you're gonna hate this? You're gonna hate it. <laughs> ah, I'm so excited. I'm not. I'm so excited. You're gonna hate it. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm you gonna hate think? it. All right, bro. I really pray you have a daughter. What would you say first? That? And my son just ravages her. <laughs> when they're of age, when they're of age. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that would be amazing, bro. That was the worst thing you've ever said. <laughs> I told you you're gonna hate it. I was trying to like let you realize how much you're gonna hate what I said. You didn't. I was like, you're gonna hate it. You didn't build and- it up nearly enough, and you said it way too fast. <laughs> Respectfully, though. If you didn't just <laughs> spend the worth of my car on the bachelor party, <laughs> I, I would <laughs> leave. Hey, man. We're talking hypothetical. If you said it in a respectful way, I would have been on board. I know. But you did it. I didn't. And <laughs> I, I, I would love to have a daughter. Honestly, <laughs> or wait, wait, wait. What if she ravages him? Hated even more. <laughs> We That's do bad. need to we do need to interbreed, but yeah, we have to. Let's just be careful about how we just talk about it. <laughs> I, that was the word I chose to use. Is that an accurate depiction of the intentions? No. That I mean, that scenario though is very interesting to think about. What right? If they got married, Dude. because I could see myself having a girl. I yeah. like my little nieces. Like I, I can't even explain how much 
they just freaking wear me down. Like they're just so cute. <laughs> oh. Like I just can't even look at them. Um, but 18 years from now, they got married and then we created a hybrid. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> that individual would take over the world. There is less than zero chance that that individual would not take over the world. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Wow. That is a really scary How many thought. generations and how many different ethnicities <sighs> combined? <laughs> it's like everything. Well, it's been, yeah, it's been like 100 generations on both sides leading up to it yeah. to make this one hybrid of every single ethnicity that we, that we, that we know as man. Arab roots. Arab roots. That yeah. encompasses 80% of them. I'm straight European. Is European. There's the other guess. 20%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, that's wild. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. But, yeah, so I'm married. The wedding was fantastic, I, I believe. And um, <laughs> Greece was phenomenal. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm, no, you haven't been there yet. You oh, haven't been there oh, yet. I haven't been there yet. <laughs> That's a crazy way to start a podcast. Oh, man. I can't believe you said that. (laughs) (laughs) It was uh, unexpected. Um, (laughs) Don't worry, bro. You got a while to like. Dude, if she's anything like my wife. Trust me. She's not getting close to your boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but you got to consider my boy's half Maddie. It's true. Good point. So That's he might point. be able to smooth it yeah, over. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I forgot there's other other halves of us in, in them. Yeah, 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 for sure. Oh my gosh. Uh, Exciting. Time. I don't know how to move on. Where <laughs> <laughs> from there? I think we should just call it. Just uh, call it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do, do you guys care about WWE at all? Uh, in what context? In the fact that Logan care about Paul. Well, it's the United States champion of the world. What is that? That that's a paradox. What what does that mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, what uh, is, maybe not of the mean? world. He he's the USA champion. Uh, he it's a belt okay. for the WWE. US champion. US are they, champion. Are they like teeing him up to be the WWE world champion? I don't know. I think that's two that's two different things because that's Roman Reigns. He tried to fight for that and he lost. Did he get smoked or was it competitive? Uh, well, I I, I uh, never WWE. I feel it's like always competitive. It's always competitive. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like boxing. Like there's like four different belts. Yeah. Oh, really? Exactly. I need to know more about WWE. Well, that's that's the question. Is I feel like that's right up your guys' alley as oh. the tag team duo, bro. It'd kill for that. sure, United States champion would kill that. For Who sure, would be the dream tag team that you would fight in WWE that are in WWE right now. I, it can be like someone randomly on the come up, like. <sighs> You guys versus The Rock and John Cena? No, give me The Rock and Lesnar. Stone, Stone Cold and The Rock was out. Stone was Cold and The Rock, yeah. yeah. Take them out. Anyone with The Rock. Anyone with The Rock. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, yeah, I don't. I, I need to get updated on my current WWE currents, but whoever's the current tag team champion, we can run struggles around them. It's a scary really? thought. It's a scary thought. Who are they? I, All I know is Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Um, Rey Mysterio. He's in there. Yeah. He's still. He's still. I, he just that tattoo. I love Rey Logan Paul yeah. beat. Yeah, for the belt. He beat Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Which that's I, crazy. Yeah. I don't understand how he's the U.S. champion because he's like the luchador, like North American champion, maybe. Let's not know. get into the weeds of it, <laughs> man. Just, but I, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yo, Ronan, you know people of 
different ethnicities are allowed to live in America. No, I understand that, but like, I just feel like it doesn't make sense. Like, uh, WWE is dope. They do their entrances better uh, than any organization. The entrances I, I, are so good. I try to tailor a little bit of my entrances off of them, but you can't match it in in MMA because the best part of the entrances is that it's always a surprise. Even if you know who's on the roster, you don't know who's coming. So it's always you like imagine if they did that in MMA. Yeah, well, they should do that where you don't know the layout of the card. Yeah. Oh, you don't know who's fighting when. Yes. You just know, who, like every guy that's. They might do that, bro. I just thought of that. They should definitely do that. You don't know who's coming first. Yeah. Oh, because wow. the, the the when the walkout song hits and the lights go black, <laughs> yeah, the hypest thing ever, bro. That oh is crazy. Gosh, yeah. But yeah. the problem is, you would know the second person, so it's a big advantage for the first person. But it just builds up. You know, you're like, oh, I can't wait for this next guy to come. Yes. Like, you know. and there, like, yeah, That's oh. a good point. Yeah, it has to be some kind of advantage. Make to, them go to, at the same time. One on each side. <laughs> <laughs> and go walk out song, go like five seconds, five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> no, they should just do like it's a huge advantage to, to have that first walkout. So like if you're champ, obviously you're working out first. Right. Um, like if you're ranked or whatever, like just figure it out. But... That would be sick. That would be the coolest. Like when the freaking Undertaker would walk out. Oh, oh, like dong. Yeah. Oh, that was the coolest, man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so fun. WWE is great. It's great. It's yeah. a great. Um, it's gonna be a great transition to us before we become uh, superstar actors. I know. That's a great, a great move. Mm-hmm. Fighting, WWE, acting, and then bachelor party weekend every weekend. <laughs> for like two years yeah and then we become real estate moguls yes <laughs> <laughs> we become professionals <laughs> and then we get dementia and forget everything. and i run off to a monastery and you guys never see me again yeah and i'll just sit in the woods yeah <laughs> and the monastery is actually in the in woods, the woods. <laughs> <laughs> once in a while we'll cross paths and we'll just look at each other and be like oh, that's weird i feel like i know that person <laughs> I'll be like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Everything in me is telling me to dab that person up, but yeah. I will continue on my way. Just give it one of these. <laughs> oh, um, something big happening this week, and it's actually between. I feel me. like you say that every episode. Mm-hmm. Me and you. Something. Something big. This is strict beef between me and you. You're, we're beefing. We are beefing, and this is this is the only thing I've ever had beef with you with. What's up, Eagles Chiefs? Oh, this weekend I literally don't care about this. Eagles beat the Cowboys, huh? Oh, smoked Cowboys! Wow, Kimmy, dude, you know why Ronan has beef with us? Because a couple years ago we were doing a YouTube video, right? Was a YouTube video or something? I think it was Steak Sunday. It was Steak Sunday, and he was asking me Eagles Chiefs prediction, and I was like, Chiefs thirty four twenty eight, and I literally picked. Almost the exact score, and the Chiefs won, and he was so tight. He's like, "Dude, I was like, oh, I didn't even know you're an Eagles fan. You're not even from Philly." <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I I basically willed the Chiefs to a victory. Me and the refs willed the Chiefs to a victory that night. Wow! And I guess he'll never forgive me for it, but I really don't care. That's I don't care that you're not going to forgive me. I don't care about the result of the game. No, I mean, I, I I forgave you for it. You know, I, I looked into. No, you're just so invested in this, and I just don't care. Okay, never mind. It was just has no bit. implications on my fantasy team. It was a stupid. Why bit. would I even? Which I heard you won last week. That's what I wanted to talk about. Let's go. 
I was getting real tired of sitting next to a loser. Yeah, dude. Trust me. Imagine being in my skin. It's the worst. <laughs> I do it every day. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, bro. Big dub. And I thought there was no chance. So let me let me let me tee this up. So I'm getting absolutely mollywopped. None of my players are doing well. We didn't even watch any games. No, that's why I won. Okay. Because I don't watch. Oh, super if I watch, I lose. So that's what I figured out. The last four weeks I've been watching. So canceling my YouTube TV script, uh, subscription. Suck it, YouTube. You don't get my money. Don't say that. No, YouTube, you're cool. We like you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so going into um, Monday night, I have Keenan Allen Chargers defense. And uh, I'm playing against wow. Justin Herbert. And I'm down by 12 points. So I didn't even watch. I was like, I'm done. Bro, the Chargers had like two defensive touchdowns, three fumble recoveries, six or seven sacks. <laughs> this, the defense scored almost 30 points. And then Keenan Allen had a game. He scored 15. And Justin Herbert was terrible. And I freaking ended up winning by 10 or 12. Wow. Dominated Justin and Ian Gary. Dominated. Were and they were one of the better. Up or did you just notice like last minute? I just noticed last minute. And I watched the last the quarter of the game. And uh, I was like, oh, I cannot believe it, dude. It was incredible. But back on the, back on the W That's streak. That's great. Yeah, five and four. I was four and oh, four and four, five and four now. Okay. I'm gonna come up now. Yeah, so I'm in there. There's a lot of people now switching up, bro, talking about, you know, oh, we don't Bo Bo sucks, bro, but this and that, blah, blah, blah. And now they're like, yo, like you you trying to trade some of these guys? You know, mm-hmm. everybody's hitting me up on the DMs low key. I'm not gonna name names, but they're all trying to make trades with me. Mikey Locke's trying to make trade. Oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, yo, give me, give me, give me Pollard, give me Pollard. I'm like, Pollard. Does, it's not, it's not that I want to give you Pollard. It's that Pollard doesn't want you. He doesn't want you. He doesn't want to be on your team. If I have had talks with him, I'm discussing this, and he's saying, listen, you could trade me. You know, make it happen. Obviously, you're gonna get a good deal for me. I don't want to play for for Mikey Locks. I just don't. And these are his words, not mine. So. I, I'm a team guy, right? Like, I, I value the players. This is a personal relationship for me, and it's very important that, you know, I keep everything on the up and up. So I have to honor their requests. You know, when a player comes to me and says, trade me to any team except for them, I got to honor that. that. He's, he's grinded for me this whole season so far. So, you know, I'm sorry, Locks, but Pollard, he just doesn't want to play for you, man. And and that that is what it is. It's a great statement. It is what yeah. it is. What am I going to do? It's a great statement. Well, I'm happy you're back in the in the victory column. Me too. That's good. That's good. That's good. I lost my fantasy league this week, so you hate to see it. I don't have I don't have the team that you have. Damn it, Ronan. I tried to hire uh, your GM. Said no. Too much I, money. I, huh? I I can't afford him. Yeah, I can't afford him. It's all good. You know, maybe one day get that salary cap up. Yeah, I got I got Tim helping me with my team over Tim's there. Tim's helping you. Yeah, Tim is helping me. Nice. And he sucks because he told me to start, uh, which I'm going to call it, Michael Thomas at my flex. Oh, zero, points. zero points. Zero points. Appreciate you, Tim. I was also playing against Michael Thomas, so that saved me. <sighs> Interesting. Yeah. Let's move on. Thank you. Um, something that I... Give us something obsessed. Well, yeah, no, this is, this, is, okay. this is the part where you guys are going to like, and I think that's a question that... A lot of people don't answer live, or maybe they do. It, it comes up on every podcast every once in a while. But the question I wanted to ask you guys is, is what is your why factor to doing what you're doing? What's our why? That's What's the why? That's a good question, man. Great question. You want to go ahead? Take a stab at it. Um, 
I would say my why for MMA or just what I do in general. Like your why for, yeah, what you do in general. I would say it's all about growth and improvement for me. Um, so, you know, whatever I'm doing is to become a better version in mind, body, and spirit. So, like MMA as an example, it's a perfect vehicle for me to get across the path of life, if you will, and it brings out a better version of me the more I pursue it. So I can be doing a lot of different things, and I've done other things, but it none of them have challenged me in mind, body, and spirit to bring out the absolute best version of me. So that's like that's my main goal is um, improvement, and I think that's one of the main reasons why we're all here is to evolve um, in this lifetime and hopefully that evolution brings you closer to God and leads others to God and that's like my overall why for most things that I do interesting yeah I love that I thought that was really good um I think that you know it, it's it's hard to just name one single specific why but I think a lot of what I do and why I do it just comes from pure love and enjoyment and almost a pre predetermined kind of gravitational force towards that, that thing of, of whatever that I'm choosing to do. You know, I think that there's, there's a lot of things that I've done in my life, a lot of sports I played, a lot of, you know, things I've, been interested in and and there's been specific things that really grab me to where I'm I just I just feel pulled to them in a different way and so you know one of one of uh my whys I guess is just love and enjoyment and a genuine appreciation of whatever whatever that is and you know that doesn't have to mean that it's easy it just means like that it's all to me it's all worth it, and I can see that path of where where I'm headed, where I'm, you know, what I'm planning on doing, and and also, you know, knowing that that right now what I'm doing is uh, my whole heart's in it, and so I love that, and I think that, but I think more importantly than that, um, what what's really important for me, and what I always kind of and considerate of and everything I do has to do with uh, my relationships with others, my relation, my relation, first and foremost, my relationship with God. And I, I think that um, from there, I look at my relationship with my wife and, you know, with my kids and with uh, then with my friends, you know, so I want to be a good steward of everything that God's blessed me with, whether that be talent, whether that be um, financially, whether, you know, whatever that is, I want to be a good steward of it from there. I, I want to be a good husband to my wife and, um, you know, really value and prioritize that relationship. And, you know, obviously my relationship with my, my kids in the future and, uh, then my relationship with my friends and make sure that, you know, none of the worldly temptations as far as, you know, greed or, pride or anger or jealousy like none of those things um come in the way of any of those relationships and uh 
I am lucky that what I get to do on a daily basis is really kind of a proponent of, of that, right? Like I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm, I'm, I'm with all my, my teammates and friends every day. And then I get to, you know, wake up to my wife, I get to go home to her. And then eventually, you know, when our, my son's born, I'll be able to be, be with him a lot. And so it's always, you know, no matter how much I want to challenge myself in these other areas, I feel like my priority is cultivating the closest relationships that I can with the people that who I who I choose to have in my life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yeah, I know what what you do is very stressful, what I do is very stressful, and you know a lot of people have a lot of stress in their life. I know we both have used therapy quite a bit, quite extensively to, mm-hmm. you know, build some different coping mechanisms and figure out ways to just handle handle that stress. I feel like it's been, you know, for me at least something that I've very grateful for yeah i mean i still use our uh, sports therapist at least bi-weekly to this day and i think it, it has you know it has mixed reviews on it from men like or even women just you know they're t- too tough for it or don't want to be vulnerable but for me it's been one of the biggest game changers of just there's only so much you can do on your own so having someone that you can reach out to whenever you need it is an awesome uh, benefit to have at your disposal yeah absolutely and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com bow today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com bow. Right, and I think that it's interesting how you're answering that because... Do you think that that answer would have been the same if it was, let's say, like five years ago, you're seniors in college? And how do you think that that answer would have, do you think that answer evolved a lot from those five years and kind of going forward? Or do you think that that's always kind of been within you and it just wasn't explicit enough for you to kind of say it out loud? I feel like we, we would probably both answer similar. Like, He's always been super relationship focused and really like evolved in that area. And I've always been more like self-improvement, self-growth focused. And now I think we're both at a point where like we've combined those things. And Mm -hmm. now I'm working on being more relationship focused, getting married, starting a family, being there more for my friends, spending more time with my family. Like, and I feel like he's, um, you know, grown in in self-improvement and discipline and, and um, those areas of, of evolution in, in uh, mind, body, and spirit. But we both were at, you know, different stages with both them. And um, at least for me, I feel like, like you're saying now, I'm becoming more well-rounded, um, but it was always, like, something on my mind. It's just where we're naturally, like, tailored to is a little different, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm 100% uh, in agreement with that. I think initially that... If we look, if I look at try to analyze myself really from early college to my senior year, I grew a lot in my relationship with myself because I was just trying to figure out what was important to me. And a lot of times it was, what can I do? Like, like just, just basically like what's best for me. And, and, and I think that a lot of that stuff I had to figure out initially I thought what was best for me was different than what I realized what actually was, you know, and I think that's kind of where Tony is getting into the self-improvement, the discipline, those aspects. And and I started to realize that those things are, are more important. And, uh, but I, I, yeah, but I also realized that, 
you know, the people around me that at the end of the day, um, I want to improve and be my best and, and, and that benefits everyone. Like I, I like being, being part of a group, being part of the team and, um, and being my best and being disciplined and improving myself in a way that is partially for me, but also partially for, for those around me. And I think you're kind of alluding to that, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, you can see that self-improvement and, and, and how you're getting better and how you're getting more mature. And now you're seeing a lot of like how that works in a, in a relationship with another mm -hmm. person. And, and, uh, I think that, yeah, those both, when you kind of combine them, when you can, when you're able to really value the, take, I guess, take responsibility and for your actions and, um, the consequences of those actions and really, uh, be able to delay gratification and, and refine yourself continuously that that's obviously going to have a huge impact on your relationships and how positive they are. Interesting. I thought about this a lot this week because I knew I wanted to ask you guys this mm -hmm. question. So it led me to the thing of what my why was. And for a really long time, probably up until about two years ago, I would say like my answer was like, I want to be rich. Mm. Like, and I realized that now, like I'm, I'm very blessed to have the job that I have and I'm very blessed to, you know, not really have to have to worry about anything anymore uh, financially, like month to month. And I realized that like looking back, like how stupid of an answer that is because that doesn't fulfill like anybody mm -hmm. at all. And it definitely like, especially like, like just as myself as an example, like I realized how like that didn't create, like having a bigger dollar sign in my bank account didn't mean like anything about like how I felt mentally or like mm -hmm. how I was doing, like, you know, relationships wise, like something that I think that's really interesting that you, that you guys were both kind of talking about is how, like how good your relationships are and how they like improve through, you know, college, how focused you were on that. And I think that that's something that I definitely struggled with throughout college because I always like, I was like, fuck it, I'll work. Mm -hmm. Like mm. who needs to go out? Like, fuck it, I'll work. Mm. And I had that mindset over and over again. And it didn't really like, it didn't really click with me until, you know, I, it paid off, right? Like working really hard and stuff. But there's like, I know that if I looked in my phone, my freshman year of college compared to like now, like way less contacts than I've had before. And like, you know, I haven't texted some people in a really long time. So I think that that's awesome that you brought up like connecting uh, or making sure you maintain those relationships because you know what, man, no one's ever happy by themselves. Yeah. Just chilling. Yeah. And I think that, you know, one thing that one way that we were very fortunate to that Tony and I were fortunate to meet each other is because, we had very similar goals and we both had certain ways that we were going about our daily lives to get to that point. Mm -hmm. And I think that they complemented each other a lot. You know, it wasn't, so we were, we were doing the same things every day, which is a really big part of being in a relationship with somebody when, you know, you're doing the same things, then you're out and, and you're, you're with each other for, you know, basically 20 hours. Mm -hmm. Then, you're, you're kind of bound to get close to that person on top of the fact right. that you have, that we had similar goals and similar mindsets and similar aspirations. But then I think that going back to what I said about where we complimented each other, the way that he was kind of 
getting to that point was through a lot of the, it was, it was very different than how it was for me. For me, I'm and I don't know, I'd have to think about this more to kind of break it down about how it was, but I just felt like we brought good things out of each other that wouldn't have been brought out mm. without the other. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I was talking about this on a po- uh, podcast the other day because they asked about uh, us being like linked up as roommates and what I got out of it. And I was explaining how that first year, we, like you said, we came in with such different perspectives of what it meant to cha- to chase the same goal. And I felt like Bo taught me a lot about what it takes lifestyle-wise to do that. And then once it clicked for me, then I took it to, like, another level. And then he matched up. Then he took another level. Then I matched up. Took another, and then, like, then we got to this point where we were just snowballing off each other in, in a positive way as opposed to one person, like, pulling the other down. And then it just was, like continued acceleration of improvement to this day so that's how i kind of i kind of see it um and that's like that's a huge blessing to have someone like that um in your daily life that's not like a romantic partner because it just it just helps you so much to to have that foundation and that's why i haven't whoa 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 not (laughs) not romantic dude come on (laughs) it's not always romantic Um, there we go (laughs) so that's why i've i've been blessed to not have to have like multiple friends because I don't personally, I don't want a lot of friends. So like having someone like him and then having, you know, my wife and maybe like one or two more and then my family, like that's all, that's all you need is a couple of people that you can fully rely on that hopefully are on a similar path to you or at least have a similar mindset. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. No, I a hundred percent agree with that. And I think that something for me that, you said that I think was really profound was that it seemed like as we were going through college, as we were getting older, it was like one of us would be in a place and then the other would catch up and then that person would actually pass them mm-hmm. in certain areas. And then this person would be like, Oh, we got to catch up. Mm-hmm. And so it, it works so well with the way that we, we pushed each other to be better because it wasn't like to most people, I guess if you saw us every day, you would kind of think, oh, we're just moving along steadily. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really work that way. It was like one person made a big jump. Then the next person made a big jump. And then and, and that's how we pushed each other. Because mm-hmm. if, we're, if we were just like neck and neck the whole time, I mean, that might just kind of stagnate at yeah, what it was. Right. I think people get in that habit maybe with their friends. They're all doing the same thing. They're all cool, comfortable with where they're at. But when you see somebody improve, you see that improvement in them, then you're like, dang. I got to match, I got to match that. And then maybe you improve even more and then Mm -hmm. they see it and it just becomes a, like you said, a snowball, which I think is, is really cool because that to me is kind of a big point of emphasis onto why it worked the way it did. And I think that that's, that's, that's how it has to be in health, in a healthy, real, like a healthy friendship. You want, like you, you, there was never a point for either of us, I don't think, where we saw one of, one of us doing really well and felt like, I don't know, those weird kind of feelings. It was like, oh, dang, like, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Do more. Do more. Do more. It was never, oh, I, oh, chill out, bro. Come back to where I'm at. Well, yeah. It was always, I got to catch up to you. Yep. Right. That's what, when you were explaining that, I was like, I think that's how most friendships are. Like, someone levels up big and then the other person's like, okay, we're not friends anymore. Yeah. Or like, 
they try to pull you down and like that splits you off um which is sad because right thankfully yeah that was never that was never it it was always like a motivation like oh how are you doing this let me get there too let me get let me get to this next checkpoint so that that pushes you it's just like it's such a healthy relationship as opposed to being like insecure or like oh he got there first so like you know i'm gonna like distance myself or this and that like it's just it's a much better way to live to be motivated by it going back and forth with each other Mm -hmm. yeah no that that's really interesting because i've always like you know from an outsider looking in um looking through my lens watching you guys kind of like i'm with you pretty much every day like watching you guys work watching watching you guys like talk to each other And, and i think it's very interesting how your dynamic is in that you know, something something that Bo said after Tony your first fight when you know uh, Moose's fight he was you know unfortunately he lost and he said like I've never seen Bo so distraught at the fact of like like it wasn't him it it was like it was our brother mm-hmm. you know and that kind of thing of like feeling that emotion of the team not just you know yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's that's really that's really awesome that you guys have that that mindset that, you know, it's not just the person in the octagon, it's not just the person, you know, on the sideline. It's it's everyone together, which is I think is an is an awesome perspective that you know you guys have developed. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, you know, you can get get trapped in that a little bit, but what I feel why I feel comfortable feeling that way about certain people, and I think that. I feel that way about a lot less people now than what I did years earlier. Um, is just for me, I don't really naturally gravitate towards like respecting people or putting anybody on a pedestal where I'm like, wow, you know, that person's so amazing. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's never been that for me, even as a kid, you know, I was, I was always a bit rebellious. If a teacher or somebody told me what to do, authority wasn't like a big thing to me. It was like, well, explain to me why, and then I'll do it. You know, I don't, I don't really like, nor, nat, it wasn't a, just a natural, okay, you have my respect just because of whatever. It's like, you got to get that. Mm-hmm. And so I think the reason that I feel that way towards Tony, especially, is because I've gotten to see what, how he lives his life and what he does every day. And so um, I always liked him as a person, like right away. And I remember the first time we ever wrestled, you know, me being a, pretty highly ranked recruit tony having you know a great senior year had been an undefeated state champion in jersey but before that not really highly recruited so he was like just coming on so to me i was like i mean i don't really know this dude you know i i should go out there and, sm- and smash him like, like it's not gonna be like when we're just wrestling i wasn't even really thinking that but it was like a, a subconscious feeling and mm-hmm. then we wrestled and it was like i think honestly like he probably got the better of me and i was like whoa well nah like that's not but it wasn't mad at him like oh it was more like i gotta get better mm-hmm. i gotta improve i gotta figure these things out and uh so it was like right away first time we competed against each other it was like okay like a little bit of respect but then mm-hmm. seeing how much he grew and improved and the way he did things the way he lived his life that's just leveled that up 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 even more to where now he's really one of the only people that I know that I actually look up to where I'm like, wow, like a lot of the things he does, a lot of the ways he lives his life. I want to, I want to continue to improve and live my life that way. And there's not very many people that are like that. And so when he goes out there to compete, 
that's why it's just a different feeling mm, than right. with somebody who I know doesn't make, doesn't live the, their life that way, you know? And, and I know we don't, and I, cause you can't really have those expectations on people that are, are different than that. So like with our team, with our people that are close to us, that's kind of, I guess the, why we have that mentality and at least the way I see it. To have so many, so many, to, to see everything firsthand as we do, um, you just gain such a respect for it because you know personally what it takes. So then you see someone next to you doing the same thing, if not more, it's like, right. well, now you have full belief in yourself, but then now you have it for another person. So it's like an interesting relationship. So when they go out to do something, like he's saying, it's like, no, this dude, like I would die for him and I know he's gonna, he would die for this. And so it just wraps you up into it that much more because um, you have the respect, but you also have the love and you also have the knowing of what it took to get there. So it's like, um, you can't have that for someone that you're friends that you're just friends with right. or someone you don't know because you can't you can't expect them to to perform a certain way because you don't know everything they're doing. You can just want it you can want it for them, but it doesn't really do anything for it. So Yeah. No hundred percent. Well that was the main thing that I think when I, you know, started talking to you guys more is like how hard you guys work at your craft, at, you know, your relationships and stuff like that. Like I couldn't be like that person that pulled everyone else down. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's really cool that what you guys keep saying of that, you know, you, you pass like one person passes. I'm going to bring him up with me. I'm going to pass him, bring it up with me. Like one, you know, keep, keep climbing up the ladder. Yeah. Um, that's why I think like huge respect and huge. Um, I hope that's like inspirational to other people out there that like, you don't need to do it alone. Yeah. Like you not need somebody, but you know, it's, it's super helpful to have, you know, somebody that you can um, have by your side to kind of go on that path with you yeah, rather than doing I, it by yourself. I think just as a, as men, you know, if you find somebody like that, instead of trying to compete with them and have a, a scarcity mindset of, you know, there's only enough for, for me, that's just not true. Right. Like, you know, there's going to be enough for everybody. And, and, I've always, you know, I haven't always felt that way, but I feel like I sense that early on of, yo, I can win. Everybody can win. Like, I like, and, and that's, I think what people forget is, you know, I think that, oh, it's just, if I'm going to win, that's taken away from this person or, yeah. you know, if he's going to win, that's taken away from me. And it's just not true. You know? So if you can get yourself out of that mindset, if somebody comes into your life, that's just a big, big time blessing to where you can both, you know, grow even, even past what you would have alone. Right. Yeah. Like people, people sometimes ask me like, Oh, how does it feel that like Bo's already ahead of you and like is doing this or that, which she's for the most part throughout our careers achieved what I wanted to achieve before me. But because we have that relationship, like not one ounce of me, thankfully has ever felt like, Oh, I have to like get there faster or like, Oh, like I'm, I'm jealous that he got there first. Like, a hundred percent of me has always just been pumped that he's achieved whatever it was. And that comes from how he's described the relationship and how he's chosen to act and how I've chosen to act that like, there's never arrogance or like insecurity. It's always just like pure happiness for the other person. We both know what we're going to achieve. We both know what is like God's placed on our heart and that in due time we'll get to wherever we want to get to. It's just like that's separate from the other person because when the other person's winning, it's like, I'm not thinking about myself at all. And that's, and I think that's rare because maybe if I watch other people, maybe I do feel that. Um, but like when it comes to him and like 
the people closest to you, I think if you can develop that relationship, it's super special because then there's just, there's no negativity. It's like, oh, he's winning. My life is, is completely happy. Then I'm winning. My life is completely happy. It's like, there's no separation. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And to continue off of that, it was kind of one of those things where I did get some, I did get those things a little earlier, but before, but I always saw you mm-hmm. as like there, mm-hmm. you know, I, like even I, I'll be honest. I don't think that there was anybody on the team that knew you could do what you were going to do yeah. before me. Mm-hmm. I was, I think the first one um, sure. on the team, yeah, you had, you had family and other people mm-hmm. back home that had already seen that. But from my experience with you, I was like, bro, this mm-hmm. dude's got it. Like, and so when you did it, it was almost to me, I'm trying to think how to explain it. It was, it was almost like I was obviously so, so happy for you and so proud, but it, it seemed a little bit like formality. Like, yeah. oh, of course, like, like I, I, knew, so I, yeah. I knew, yeah. I knew, <laughs> I knew this the, from the jump, bro. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, I guess, you know, it was never anything where you never did something and I was like, wow. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't know that was going to come in. It was like, yeah. Cause we see every single thing. Yeah, You see it yeah. and you know, it's, you know, it's going to happen. You can yeah. see the future really if you if you choose to spend that much time and visualize and go through that with somebody then you you know where they're headed no matter what yeah and you also have you're choosing to be positive and loving about it like you're not like oh he's doing this but he's not gonna like he's not gonna achieve it it's like there's also a level of love and support there that um adds to it all yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah for sure i think that 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 definitely developed as soon as we started getting on the same page with with lifestyle and training yeah where all right we're gonna we're gonna train we're gonna kill ourselves and you know do this and that and then when we get home we're gonna eat a ton of food and like not in a fun way (laughs) eat a ton of food to where we're uncomfortable a bunch and then we're gonna rest and then we're we're not going out and then Mm -hmm. on saturday morning we're gonna destroy ourselves we're gonna take a nap then we're gonna watch a movie like that's our saturday so You know, I, I'll be honest, there's some things that I won't compromise. Like, let's say in college, I would have never drank a sip of alcohol, mm-hmm. no matter what, just because I made that decision not to do it. But other things, I was more open to. Staying up late, um, not eating right. And and Tony taught me that, or, and he, I really wouldn't have had that discipline of being able to do that unless we were together every day. Mm-hmm. Because I get, like, I like to... I get distracted. I, I won't say I get distracted, but some of those things I'm like, all right, I'm not missing out on that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, that that's my personality is I'm, I'm about it as far as, you know, if the group's going to do something fun, crazy, like I'm in there, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, so, so had we not been together and, and been on that same wavelength of schedule every day, then I know for sure I would have been much worse off. Mm-hmm. And, and then obviously I see you doing that. So I know, bro, like, the, the the rest of it the competing that stuff that's a formality mm-hmm. yeah and i still would have been out at the hockey house and frat houses <laughs> <laughs> it did it did take a little uh, that's interesting that you say that because i felt like i didn't i didn't know that i didn't know that you were like oh like i was just standing and doing my thing yeah like oh maybe like that's a good idea <laughs> for sure yeah i mean i was never exposed to like not it was like train hard and then you want to go drink or go go out and party and like keep yourself in, in like relative control with it all, then you're fine. It wasn't until I got here and I saw him and some of the other guys doing it like on a day-to-day basis and then seeing it firsthand. And then like 
took me a little bit, but then I was like, maybe there's something to this. Right. And, and then uh, you leveled it up even way further. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just get a, I mean, whatever I'm doing, I get a little extreme with it. So that doesn't help with partying, but it helps with <laughs> not partying and <laughs> training. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why we can go have a bachelor party and take three days. And the craziest thing we do is eat an amazing dinner. <laughs> that it was still pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, Interesting. That was a great conversation. I think that's something that it's going to be really cool to look back I, on. Honestly, out of all of our podcasts, I hope that more young men listen to this one. Me too. Like just after after what we've talked about, mm -hmm. it was a great question, Ronan. Great, like yeah. you know, kind of to to kick this off. But I feel like the other stuff is is fun. We talk about funny stories and this and that. But I think that people will get the most out of out of this one. So I hope I hope more. Whether you're a wrestler or whatever, or you know, you want to be great like this is the one they they should listen to me too this i mean this this is what we enjoy talking about most it's like the meaningful stuff so hopefully we can keep a good balance of it going yeah. forward continuing yeah well i think it like i say like this whole this dynamic that we have here and adding the the best looking co-host <laughs> on the show um i think it's really interesting because i get to see like i get to hear this stuff every day like and it definitely is rubbed off on on me and i think it's cool when you guys share stuff like that and it can you know if it helps one person man like i think that's that's awesome especially yeah. with you guys with what you guys do and you know super cool i you know there's a lot of fans that look up to you and i look up to you guys as well so thanks bro thank super you brother interesting appreciate you yeah but to cap it off let's do a little battle <laughs> <laughs> All we right. have a very great matchup today, and yeah, I, I thought okay. about this one for a little bit. Tony, don't worry. Your stew will be Eight good. This one will be quick. We got a rhino against oh, a hippo. Bro, Ooh. I don't believe that. Wait, I don't think that's accurate. This is completely accurate. I found this all on Wikipedia Five about tons. 20 minutes before you guys came over. Hmm. Well, based on the stats, it looks like a rhino will F him up, but I don't know. Um. Hippos are just... I don't think rhinos are really about that action as far like, as... Yeah, like, that's, the eyes look different. Yeah, that hippo... Oh, bro. Dude, forget about it. Yeah, and I think that's a chick. Yeah, definitely. Because she is ready to kill. Yeah. And this guy looks like he's just chilling. Yeah, give, rhino versus hippo. Give me hippo all day. Yeah, let's take underdog. Wow. Just based on, I think, mentality, demeanor, overall... Hippos kill a lot of people Dude, too. They have more people than any other animal. Yeah, hippos are the most murderous animals on the planet. There we go. Third largest mammal on Earth. That, I just think that it would be a good fight, but the rhino would quit. The rhino would get like ninety seconds, two minutes, three minutes in, and just be like, "All right, you got yeah." It. The hippo would just maul him over and just stomp on him. He looks like he has all this for show, so he's like, "I'm chilling." Yeah. Hippo looks kind of soft, but and I saw a video. I know it's a different thing, but I saw a video of an elephant absolutely. Mauling a rhino, like really? The rhino was like trying to come out of the element, and just bodied him. Wow, yeah. Feel then like I saw another uh, another video of a rhino just wrecking a wild. It was a wildebeest or a cape buffalo. It was a cape wow. buffalo. Wow. So, how do you think the hippos kill the hum so many humans? They just do their mouths open like this, and they can just freaking bite them. And they're very aggressive. So they'll if you if they see you in their territory, they'll come at you. They're not just like oh swim by them. Oh you're good. It's like you they swim by you. They're, they're attacking you. Imagine one running up on you like that. Punching in his face. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd be scared though. <laughs> 4,000 pounds. I'd be more scared of a hippo than probably... Gorilla. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not even close. I'd probably let the hippo eat me and just rip out of its stomach. <laughs> <laughs> like a superhero movie. Yeah. Like a like a Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Cut right down the middle. Hippo, bro. Plus 250. Yeah, give me the hippo. That's nickels and dimes. He's the nickel. I'm the dime. Thanks for listening. And the penny. What are you? The penny? Penny, I guess. And we're out.